Are you living the Delaware Beach lifestyle? You can't live at the beach and do nothing. This up-and-coming year-round area has lots to offer. Find out where to eat, play, and serve. Living the ultimate dream. Welcome to the 302 Lifestyle Beach Podcast. Your host, Dylan Ewing. Today, I want to talk about rental properties, making money off rental properties, and keeping them clean. I am ready for the beach, guys. If you're watching this video, I am wearing my pirate hat here virtually, and I am just so excited for warm weather. The sun has been out lately. I'm super digging it. I've got some uh, winter blues going on. Yes, I do get out in the winter a little bit. I like to travel um, as much as possible, but uh, there's nothing like the Bethany, Lewis, Rehoboth area uh, in the springtime. I just love it. It's a locals time. And so let's dive into this, guys. We got rental properties. If you are thinking of renting your property or you already do, and you're looking for tips and tricks from a cleaning company's perspective on how to not only keep your cleaning your rental property clean, but how what we've seen uh, to have the most uh, return on your investment. Okay, so let's just dive in, guys. Uh, number one thing is you want to do your research, okay? A lot of people out of state, they don't, they just kind of look at a, a place that has a good deal and they just buy it and that's it. And then you throw it on VRBO and you just hope for the best. Or you hire a real estate agent, they book it up for you and so forth. But I want to give you some back, back page insight on uh, the area and how to properly do this, okay? Because each little town here is different. So uh, if you're going to go outskirts of the beach, let's say Millsboro, uh, Frankfurt, Dagsboro, uh, those types of areas, you're usually finding people that either have families or trying to save a little bit of money by not being so close to the beach. They don't mind driving. They like nature a little bit more. They usually like bonfire, stuff like that. Uh, so you want to have some bikes and so forth. And you can usually get a little better price on houses, but keep in mind your price point on a weekly rental is usually a little bit less, okay? Again, I'm not an expert, but do your research on pricing it for the week properly and whether you should do three-day rentals or weekly rentals uh, using VRBO or um, HomeAway or whatever service you use, okay? I think there's uh, four or five of them. <clears throat> and some of them uh, require that, uh, you include a cleaning fee or not a cleaning fee. Uh, there, there's just different requirements for each one. So make sure you're checking that first. Uh, and so you know how much everything costs on the back end of where you're going to be advertising this, okay? And get a list of a couple of real estate agents or uh, property managers that can help you with the listings if you need it. Uh, but usually a good cleaning company can help you with a lot of the stuff that you're needing to do in between rentals. Okay, so do your research, okay? Uh, you've got Millsboro, Dagsboro, uh, Long Neck, like all these different areas that uh, use a little bit lower cost on the home values, but you're getting a different demographic of people looking to, to rent in those areas, okay? Uh, once you get a little bit closer to the beach, you've got some different things going on. Lewis area, uh, very nice upscale uh, Victorian homes, Okay, it's, it's obviously a little bit more expensive. It's the first city in the first state. And it's gorgeous, right? There's all kinds of stuff to do, trails, water, everything. But remember, the houses are more expensive. So your rent, your weekly rent is going to have to be more expensive. And um, you're just advertising for a different demographic. So your pictures need to be really high quality. 
well, regardless, I think you should get hire a photographer if you don't have a good camera to capture the best pictures because you can make your rooms and house look really good with just pictures. Okay. Um, okay. So you got Lewis area, Rehoboth area, you know, it's your, it's a little bit more active communities. You know, you got uh, different uh, demographics of people uh, ranging all over the place, but they're genuinely uh, a little bit more modernistic with their approach on life and their decisions and uh, what they want to do. Uh, very active, very uh, wanting to go to the boardwalk type of stuff. Uh, so if you rent down there, you're going to want to definitely have uh, some beach attire. You've got a lot more competition down there. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of rentals down in Rehoboth area. Uh, same as Dewey, but it's a little smaller. Uh, of course, your pricing of the house is going to be more. But in Dewey, you got to remember, <laughs> you're getting a party group, okay? You're getting people that come in, out from colleges or high school class, uh, senior weeks and all that stuff. Uh, a lot of these properties here, they want to, uh, the people want to rent out the entire house and party and drink hard. Okay. Uh, so just keep that in mind. That's what you're gearing at towards. Uh, once you move out into, and then you got some golf communities, obviously in that area. So, you know, that's pretty common sense. Uh, you move into Bethany beach area, a little bit more expensive down on the beach, but now you're gearing it more towards families and, um, and the slower pace family uh, demographic. Okay, Rehoboth area, you definitely got some families there, but it's more active, go, go, go type of thing. Um, walk around, they just want to enjoy scenery and good food and stuff like that. Bethany's the same thing, but you're gearing it more towards uh, families that like to relax. So uh, if you're decorating or doing any of that stuff in your house, uh, you want to keep in mind, you want to have like yard games and stuff that people can hang out there. These have smaller kids and so forth. Uh, they don't want to deal with the big high volume traffic and shopping and all that stuff. Um, now you move into Fenwick and again, it's a slower pace, definitely more beach oriented. Um, not too much to do down there. So you want to make sure you have things to do around the house and you want to definitely keep everything modern. Um, a lot of times if you buy a new home, uh, some of the best success we've seen is people that buy it. They put like about 20 grand into renovating it. So they will make it more a little modern, uh, update the appliances and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's definitely going to be um, one of the things we talk about in here. But right now we're just talking about areas. So then you move out into Ocean View, um, Millville, and you get farther away from the beach like we talked about in the beginning. The farther away you get, you're just changing your price points and who you're targeting. Okay. So have you heard of float therapy? Holy cow. This is like the biggest secret in America. <laughs> I think the world famous people, athletes, all these people are doing float therapy and it's called urban float in Rehoboth. You can go to urbanfloat.com, uh, click on Rehoboth and check out these guys. You're basically sitting on 1200 pounds of Epsom salt. Everything just feels so amazing. And you're on this weightless de-stressing um, pod for an hour. I love it. You get a discount uh, your first time. You can also uh, let them know that you're from 302 Lifestyle. Check them out, guys. Sponsored by Urban Float. Number one, know your areas, know your prices, and um, have your plan on who you're going to be targeting. So uh, that's number one. Number two, the most successful people then, like I talked about, they renovate their houses. So they buy a house, 
sometimes they rent it out for a season to kind of recoup some of their funds, but then they renovate. So you want to do definitely do your research on this. You can do a lot of the stuff yourself, but you want to update stuff, man. Um, update your, um, your appliances, your fixtures, uh, some of the outdoor stuff, repaint. Um, definitely use a shiny paint, by the way, because you get a lot of kids and dog or, well, that's another topic, but, uh, so, okay, we good. So know your area. Now you probably want to renovate a little bit or at least run it out for the first, uh, summer. Now, when you start renting out your property, uh, here's some of the things that keep your property clean. Okay. A lot of times as a cleaning company, we'll come in and we'll be like, okay, we're going to clean it. Uh, and we see the houses that are trashed every time they're always trashed. They're always left really messy. And the number one reason for that is either one, the properties look old and dirty. Two, your screening process isn't very good. Or three, you don't even you don't give them uh, proper cleaning equipment to easily clean the property uh, when they're messy. So some of the bigger properties have this issue because they they get a bunch of families together to afford the weekly rent. And, um, and that's really the only thing giant properties are used for unless they're, uh, super, um, they have enough money to afford to just have their own family in there. But nine times out of 10, we see that multiple families will come in the same home and it fits bigger. So above four bedroom, three bath, you're going to get multiple families usually, uh, even four bedroom, three bath sometimes, but you want to make sure you have cleaning equipment, uh, and that's second part of that is your screening. So how do you screen better? Well, when your first initial impression of the property, uh, you want to make sure you have very clear guidelines on what you allow, what you don't allow, and how to make their experience the best. You want to get a clean deposit. A lot of these real estate agents or property managers, they won't even you know, get a cleaning deposit from the renters. And that hurts them because now the renter has no reason to keep it clean. Like they don't care. They're not going to lose anything. So you want to make sure, number one, you have a cleaning deposit that uh, isn't too much, but it covers your cleaning if it needs like a deep, thorough cleaning, which is usually an extra hundred bucks on top of your regular rate. Um, uh, so besides that, then your contract part where you're very clear on things like um, uh, no parties or I don't know if you could say no parties, but you just want to be clear. You know, you want them to leave the property in the same condition as they came in. Uh, it doesn't mean they have to super clean everything, but uh, put all the trash away, take the trash out, uh, be very communicative with them. A lot of times, whoever's booking it, you want to make sure that they either get a phone call from an agent or yourself. And just so they know that they feel personal with you, uh, that they know you, you know, because if they don't know you and they don't care and they don't pay a lot of money, uh, a lot of times you'll get that type of uh, leftover when they leave. So again, be very clear on your, your guidelines, your contract, be communicative. So a lot of the successful homeowners that we see, uh, they make sure they keep in touch with them. They contact them. They call them. Um, they have a guest book when they arrive. Uh, and they even do like little things like little gifts and so forth. Um, and you can usually get a feel for people in the communication. So a lot of times we won't take um, 
uh, customers because they're very aggressive or they're very demanding or they just they seem to not really have boundaries when it comes to um, treating people like they want to be treated. So when you get that kind of feeling, instead of thinking money, 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 think uh, investment, investment, investment. You don't want your house to get trashed. So you want to make sure that you're screening these people properly. Uh, so that's the one of the biggest things um, is screening. Be very clear in your guidelines. Communicate. And then lastly, we talked about make sure you leave out your cleaning, your cleaning stuff. Um, you know, you want to have decent vacuums, you know, not these giant 1980 bulky ones that nobody's going to pull out because they think it's disgusting. <laughs> you know, um, you want to. Yeah. So you want to be very, um, very aware that these people like to clean up after themselves. So you want to give them the proper equipment and tools to do that. OK, keep the cleaning stuff under the sink. Have a decent vacuum. If you need any of this stuff, we can even supply you with um, entire sets of cleaning equipment and the baskets with all the cleaning stuff that they'll need. Uh, if it's a large home, you want to keep like a little vacuum upstairs too. Uh, if it hangs in the wall or something, just put it out in the open so they can see it or have a little sign that says vacuum. Uh, we've also had some homeowners say, well, I need to count all of my stuff for my plates and charge them for different things. Look, you need to also <clears throat> understand that you're, there's going to be incidentals. There's going to be stuff that people take or lose um, or break, okay? And uh, just just understand that that's going to be a part of the, um, the cost of doing business with this. So we rent out linens, but the linens, you know, we get pillowcases or a stain on the sheet or something. I'm not going to charge uh, the renter every time something like that little things happen. Now, of course, if they take all the sheets, yeah, we're going to charge them. But um, you don't want to be nitpicky on what you're charging people, okay? Because you're going to get uh, people that start nitpicking you. Well, you know, the sink wasn't working very well, so I'm going to need some money back. Or the cleaners missed, you know, under the couch cushion, so I'm going to need some money back. So the less nitpicky you are, the less nitpicky they're going to be. And you want to just trust that they're going to do the best they can at keeping up with their house. But they're very busy. They're on vacation, and there's going to be things that happen. So uh, the, the next part to this is uh, have little quirky signs out that kind of let renters know where things are and what to do with things. So if you have uh, specific guidelines on the AC, make sure you have a little plaque or something that's underneath the air conditioning controls. Uh, I do recommend you get a smart controls for everything, pretty much your locks your um, thermostats, your water heater, pretty much anything that you can do to connect to your phone so you can do it virtually, that's going to be your best bet. Um, and yeah, so put guest books out, make sure you're cleaning stuff there. And <clears throat> with that includes being clear on where things are, um, letting people know, hey, nothing, nothing's ever perfect. Uh, but if there's something you need or want or something's not right, let us know. We'll make sure we take care of it, okay? Same thing we do as a cleaning company. Uh, if you let them think that you, they can expect perfection, well, they're usually going to be shorthanded, okay? All right, guys. So those are uh, a few of the big things that help. Now, the next piece of this is if you don't have the time to do this, uh, listing things, communicating, um, arranging things, uh, renovating, uh, you want to get yourself a property manager that's not going to uh, completely kill you on fees, but they're kind of in the middle 
So get a few rates and they have the time to help you. Okay. So a lot of these companies, they have so many places that there's just no way that they can manage them all. Or they're big enough to where they have the staff available to manage it all. <clears throat> so you want to check reviews, uh, maybe get a couple of homeowners that are already using them, ask some neighbors uh, if you've already purchased a property and get a good property manager or somebody on call that can help you with emergency things. Okay. Now, a cleaning company is great for this, but a cleaning company does cleaning. So normally, um, even though we try to help the best we can, you're going to want to have somebody separate from a cleaning company that can help with this stuff and make sure your cleaning company, uh, a lot. Of, okay. Here's a topic. Uh, make sure your cleaning company has some good guarantees where if there's something wrong, even though they don't guarantee perfection, they'll come back, they'll fix it. They'll be that face to the, the customer of somebody that they feel like they're loved. You know what I mean? They even have something for them where they can bring gifts or if the cleaning company messed up, you know, that they will bring them something to make them feel appreciated. And um, as far as the cleaning company, a lot of homeowners will try to save as much money as possible so they won't get the last or end of the season cleaning or uh, they will shut everything up and they'll just wait until next season and open everything up. The problem with doing this is dirt, grimy stuff, grease, and all that kind of stuff, It when it sits there for a long time, it ends up kind of uh, getting into your paint and taking off finishes and um, it's, it's a lot harder to clean, aka meaning <clears throat> that it makes your property wear faster. So at the end of the season, you always want to make sure you get a cleaning. Now, if you shut up your property, that's fine. But I recommend having a cleaning company or somebody do some type of property or monthly check. Um, this can range anywhere from like 50 bucks to maybe 100. But you want somebody to go in there, kind of check things, um, uh, you know, maybe do a little light stuff, uh, check the lights, leave the light on. Um, again, there's where you should have your smart uh, electronics where you can remotely turn on and off lights so people think you're home or somebody's there, uh, check the windows, check the water heater, um, just do a basic property check. Uh, sometimes you'll get like infestations or something, uh, raccoons get in the house. So you want to make sure that you're having someone check the property. I know it's a little expensive uh, to have somebody do this, but a lot of times you can get little perks that come along with it. So even though you're paying for that, you're going to get a good deal on something else. Okay. So for cleaning, we'll give you like a free spring cleaning uh, you know, with property checks or something, but, or a window cleaning or something. And so that's the next piece is you want to make sure you get a spring cleaning, regardless if you had it clean when it was shut up or not, all the dust, all the stuff that's been sitting in there. Um, it definitely needs cleaned. And this is going to be the time where the cleaning company can come in and make sure that everything is up to par. So it's not too difficult for them to clean, um, when there's a time crunch. So all of a sudden your renter's checking in and you have something checking out and they got to try to like move the couch or something to get stuff behind it because the renter complained, you know, so you want to make sure you get everything cleaned, uh, get your carpets cleaned at the beginning of the year. And sometimes remember this. So in the beginning, even though you have a spring cleaning, everything's clean, your carpets are clean, everything's great about mid season. Okay. You're going to need, and we do this here, but you're going to need some type of like mid season deep cleaning where it may not be like over the top, 
And we actually give this for free with our spring cleaning. But the reason for doing this is because as you have people checking in and out and you, the cleaners are in a hurry and they're in and out, uh, you're going to get a lot of stuff that's missed that may not be done uh, during the regular cleaning service. So having a mid-season deep cleaning allows them to move things, get uh, stuff under bunk beds and all that kind of jazz, check mattresses, open cabinets and stuff that they may not be taking the time to do um, all the time. Um, so your mid-season deep cleaning, and remember, you may even need uh, a mid-season carpet cleaning or spot cleaning, okay? Sometimes your carpet cleaner can work out a deal with you where they'll do like a discounted rate um, <clears throat> on spot treatments. And your cleaning company, sometimes you can find a, a single person team that's doing everything themselves and they can handle some of this stuff for you at a discounted rate, which is great. But a lot of times you just want your cleaning company to do the cleaning only and have other people to do the other stuff because the cleaners are going to get really busy and not be able to help you all the time. Um, and then that follows with the end of the season. So, and this is based on when people start complaining. So we get maybe a handful of complaints every year from rentals. Um, and they're usually right around mid season because that's when things start getting a little dirty. You'll see fingerprints on stuff or things are just missed or the blinds start getting a little dustier than normal. Um, porches need, you know, power wash or something. The outside grill's getting dirty, you know, things like that start happening around mid-season. The end of the season is also the time. So everyone thinks, oh, well, you guys did a mid-season cleaning. Um, what's going on? How come you didn't check this? How come you didn't do that? Or why is there, you know, they're complaining about bottle caps underneath the beds. So just remember, guys, that the cleaners can come in, they do their thing, but they have several properties in a day and they're in a hurry. And it's just not feasible for a company to pay someone to stay in there for three hours or just do one property a day. Uh, so they do several, which means they have to hurry. So a lot of times some of these things are going to be missed and you just have to understand that that's how it is. Um, unless you have one person that is just doing your property only and you're paying them a fee. Um, but a lot of times you're not going to find that because people are trying to make a living off of these properties. Okay. So remember beginning of the season, deep cleaning, mid season, that, it should be like a touch up or have like two or three things that they should focus on, like uh, under the beds in cabinets and um, maybe uh, fingerprints or something. Check the grill. At the end of the season, you're going to want to do the same thing. Get your carpets cleaned. Um, uh, get, get all this stuff. Stains are harder to get out if you wait. So at the end of the season, remember your renters will probably start seeing things. So um, see if your cleaning company, like let's say your last rental is uh, September, but you have another rental at the end of September or October, uh, ask your cleaning company, hey, there's not another check-in after this cleaning. Would you mind staying there a little bit extra longer? I'll pay you an extra 50 bucks and just get a few bullet points um, to make sure we don't get any more complaints. And usually though, they won't mind doing that. Or of course, if you have the last cleaning before you shut up for the season, um, that's a great time to do the thorough cleaning. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, so those are my tips and tricks. Uh, some of those you're not going to like, or you're going to think are common sense, but you'd be surprised. I mean, we probably have 60 to 75 rental properties that we um, help or manage in some way. And I would say only a dozen of them actually 
uh, have a good solid system and understand the cost of doing this because by you spending an extra, I don't know, 300 to 500 bucks a season is going to be the difference from getting all four or five star reviews to um, getting several complaints a season. And you're going to be putting so much pressure and demand on the cleaning company because you're expecting them to keep your property perfect. And it's just not going to happen. Um, and then lastly, again, guys, know where you're uh, buying your property at and know who is going to be coming in. Uh, the nicer you have your property, the nicer it's going to be kept. So if you get a house and you don't want to spend any money on fixing anything up and it's just all dingy and grimy, uh, your renters are usually, usually going to leave it that way. And um, the repeat customers are just going to continuously be people that want cheap and don't care about cleaning. So by fixing up some stuff, knowing your area, getting a good property manager, um, checking reviews on all this stuff, and of course, getting a good cleaning company um, that has excellent reviews and can help you with all of this um, is great. Have a list of go-to people so your renters can contact for emergency, but have a list for yourself of go-to contractors. Have backups for everything. If you have a handyman, electrician, a roofer, a plumber, a cleaning service, make sure you have a backup for all of those uh, contractors because it's going to save you a huge headache in the summertime when you're calling people, expecting them to drop everything they're doing to go help you. And you find that everyone is swamped, busy, and traffic is preventing anyone from going anywhere. <laughs> so that said, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed this. If you want more content like this, please let me know. Hope you enjoyed my pirate hat. I, the sun is out, so I am planning on going outside for a little bit. Uh, we are getting super busy. Uh, it seems like all the employees are on unemployment. And it's been really difficult for businesses around here to uh, find employees um, thanks to COVID. So, you guys, if you're out or you're visiting a town, please remember to tip your uh, staff that is helping you or serving you in some way. Um, all of the restaurants, cleaners, businesses, they're really struggling for workers. And a lot of them are doing double the work for the same pay. So please remember to be courteous, kind, patient. You know, you're going to the post office or UPS or any other place in town that has long lines. Remember, these people are doing the best they can. And uh, please give them a smile. And remember to keep living the 302 Beach Life. In the meantime, guys, we will see you next time. And I'm so thankful for you guys listening. Uh, see you next time. Oh, and I'm going to also drop in a little paper that might help you guys. Uh, maybe like a little checklist. I do have that. <clears throat> and on another episode, we're going to have uh, closing up your property for the season. So look for that. And we are sponsored by That Guy with the Broom Cleaning Service here in town, uh, Millville. And also uh, now is sponsoring Urban Float. If you haven't checked this place out, a lot of the athletes and uh, famous people are using floating as a therapy. Uh, it's just now booming and growing in popularity, but you're sitting on 1,200 pounds of uh, uh, sea salt that uh, nourishes your skin, your body, and also allows you to detach from electronics and life and allows you to come out feeling refreshed. Uh, check it out, guys. Urban Float, that guy with the broom. See you guys next time. Keep living the 302 lifestyle.
Wish you could spend more time having fun and less time with chores? Go to 302beachtalk.com to get $20 off a home cleaning. You'll be entered to win a completely free cleaning. Eat, play, serve. Sponsored by That Guy with a Broom. 